This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. Thanks for joining me for another episode of The Drop Podcast. Uh, in today's episode, we're going to not just take a look at tonight's game, game four of this playoff series between the Blues and the Predators, but we're going to take a look back at game three and go over the highlights and see just how the Blues uh, lost this game. Going into it, uh, you could probably honestly say that the Blues, in my mind at least, uh, you know, outplayed Nashville in most parts of those first two games. The Blues could have very easily uh, went out of that uh, with two home wins, but it wasn't meant to be. Nashville squeaked one out, uh, you know, due to some bad penalties by the Blues and the, uh, maybe a questionable call now and again by the refs. But you can't blame the refs for a game. You got to move on and do what you need to do. The Blues did that after losing game one, and they won game two. Going into game three, you're hoping they can still cut down on some of those mistakes. Well, uh, they didn't cut down on the mistakes in the game. They were outshot, they were outplayed, and that's why Nashville won. The Blues relied on Jake Allen too much. You know, it didn't start out that way. The Blues would get a great opportunity against Pecorini, but uh, Tarasenko was stopped. And then Jake Allen also made a great save on Johansson to keep it a 0-0 game, just a little under seven minutes in. St. Louis, one for six on the power play in the series. Tarasenko in across the line. Shoot save by Rene. Well, Vladdy came to play today. Five-minute advantage. They were on the power play for 11 minutes in game two. Puck off the stick of Tarasenko. Here comes Johansson. Short-handed. They heard footsteps from behind. Well, I think Steen got him from behind, and that's a great effort by Alexander Steen. He's playing injured, and he came back hard. So both goaltenders are tested early, and they both come through for their teams. This first period, I would say, was Close to even, but I would still give the the edge to Nashville. I thought they played a little bit better than the Blues, and that's what would get them on the board first. They got this goal by Ryan Ellis uh, just about uh, ten and a half minutes in to give them a one to nothing lead on their home ice. Remaining on the St. Louis penalty, Subban with the puck, Forsberg leaves out of the box, shot by Ellis, score. That's a storyline that won't go away from Nashville. Offense from the defense, composure with the puck. Subban's going to get it. He hears the bench. They know they're running out of time in a power play. Eventually, Ryan Ellis is going to hammer time that through. Amaze the players. Look at the rolling puck, the strength of Ryan Ellis. I don't know if that touches somebody down low. Maybe Colin Wilson. Well, that goal did not go in off of Colin Wilson. It was Ryan Ellis's third goal of the playoffs. Ellis has been big for them, not just in the Chicago series, but in this uh Playoff series against the Blues. He's come f- through for them when they need him to. Forsberg, another top player of theirs, has been playing well. Fourth assist, and we all know what uh, Subban has done in the, this series. Where he gets his fifth assist. Ten minutes and 34 seconds in. The Blues are down one to nothing. And this is not a fun place to be down. When you get down in this arena, it gets loud. It gets very loud. And um, the Blues really need to do something past this point. 
They really didn't do too much. I wouldn't say they had a lot of great scoring opportunities in the first period, besides maybe that one by Tarasenko. So going into the second period, you're hoping the Blues can come out, come out fast and really get back into this game because they don't want to let Nashville get ahead by a couple goals at their own arena. That's not a good recipe for a win. Well, the Blues did not come out fast and hard in the second period, but Nashville did. And Cody McLeod gets his first goal of the playoffs, and it would put Nashville ahead two to nothing, just two minutes and 29 seconds in to the second period. Game four here in Nashville on Tuesday night. Reflection by McLeod. Score! Transition hockey by the Nashville Predators through the neutral zone. And when you get depth scoring like they just got, that's a good sign. Puck's going to come out into the neutral zone. Transition quickly from defense to offense. Saucer pass, little chip, get to the net. And then a deflection once, and then a rebound. Well, the Blues find themselves down two to nothing on this early second period goal by Cody McLeod. It was there for the rebound, and there's no mistake in this. You put in the hard work in front, and you're going to get opportunities. And Cody McLeod was there, and he got the goal. Like I said, it would be his first goal of the playoffs. Sissons gets an assist, his third, and Eckholm gets his second assist. Two minutes and 29 seconds into the second period, the Blues find themselves down two to nothing. Well, it was just not good at all for the Blues after that. The Blues just did not put hardly any pressure on Pecorini in the second period. But the Nashville Predators continued to really, really pound Jake Allen. And Jake had to come up with some great saves, including this one, to keep it at 2 to nothing. One minute remaining on the Stastny penalty. Forsberg with the puck. Across Ellis. Oh, big save by Allen. His best of the day. How about Forsberg's cross-crease pass coming across, and Ryan Ellis doesn't waste any time putting that on goal, and that's the one to remember right there. So the Blues find themselves down 2 to nothing on this early second period goal by Cody McLeod. It was there for the rebound, and there's no mistake in this. You put in the hard work in front, and you're going to get opportunities, and Cody McLeod was there, and he got the goal. Like I said, it would be his first goal of the playoffs. Sissons gets an assist his third, and Eckholm gets his second assist. Two minutes and 29 seconds into the second period, the Blues find themselves down two to nothing. Well, it was just not good at all for the Blues after that. The Blues just did not put hardly any pressure on Pecorini in the second period. But the Nashville Predators continued to really, really pound Jake Allen. And Jake had to come up with some great saves, including this one, to keep it at two to nothing. It's Steve. Without a stick, Ellis. He picks it up. Petrangelo with a shot. Score! The Blues on their first shot on goal of the second period, 13 minutes in, have pulled to it in one. Uh, give Mike Gill a lot of credit. He's been really trying to guide this team, and they responded. Talk about effort and competing. There's an example. Sabotka hard on the puck. He doesn't quit on it. Keeps the play alive. Strong in the backhand. Cross-ice feed. Quick shot on goal. And Alex Dean, a little deflection past Pecorine. The Blues finally get a puck past Pecorine. It was a great shot by Petrangelo and even a greater deflection 
I mean, just a great, great tip in by Alexander Steen. He has really played well for the Blues this year. Uh, that would be Steen's third goal of the playoffs. Petrangelo gets his third assist. And Sabotka, who's also played well for the Blues in these playoffs. I don't know where they would be in these playoffs without Vladimir Sabotka. 12 minutes and 59 seconds in. The Blues are closing the gap. It is now 2-1. to one. Would they be able to get any closer? And the Blues come away with the puck. Subban is back. Here comes Perron with a shot off the shoulder of Rene. But how about P.K. Subban and Philip Forsberg collide? And then off to the races. Subban's over-aggressive in that play, and Pekka Rene bails him out. Rene indeed bailed him out big time because Perron had a great, great look at the goal and just could not put it past him. But, guys, when you get out shot 18-4 to four in a period, you're not going to really say you've had very good scoring opportunities uh, you know, they had the goal by Steen, and then they had that great opportunity by Perron. So four of their shots were two great shots. Uh, you know, you've got to put more pressure on the goaltender. Would they be able to do that in this third period and, you know, start to maybe gain some momentum? Well, it didn't look that like that early because uh, it really looked like Nashville wanted this game bad, and they were not letting up on Jake Allen, but Jake was not going to go down without a fight. Here's Johansson, Arvidsson, cuts behind the net, stuff attempted, Allen lost the stick, but he got a piece of it. That's Mario Lemieux, Ryan Johansson even, that's it, Arvidsson's not tall enough to make that play from there. Well, we all know the answer to if Jake Allen was ready for this game, and if he was going to do his best to keep the Blues in this game and win this game. Uh, You know, I can't say enough about Jake Uh, He is the number one goalie the Blues thought he would be, and he's been the stud in the playoffs for them and keeping them in this game. Without him in this game, this game could have been very easily 6-1, to to 7-1 by this point. You know, we can't rely on Jake all the time, and, you know, he's going to give up some goals. And when you get too much pressure on you, the law of averages falls against you, and Nashville would get another goal. Now Zolnerchuk. No, this is not a power play, although it looks like one. Six and 55 are just toast. They're out of gas. Yossi with a break. He scores. Offense from the defense. Patience and poise with the puck. And an extreme amount of fatigue for Joel Edmondson and Colton Pareko. I mean, you just got a feel for these guys, how deep they're digging. Live legs on the ice. Harry Zolder, Chuck. We talked about him earlier. The commitment. Move the puck back to the point. Screen by Zolder, Chuck. So Nashville takes a 3-1 to one lead on that goal by Roman Yossi. would be his third. Zolder, Chuck gets his first assist. Sissons gets his fourth assist. And 14 minutes and 11 seconds in, guys, the Blues are down 3-1. to one. Would they be able to come back and mount a count, come back to at least make it 3-2? to two? No, they really never put a ton of pressure on Pecorini in that third period. Let's go ahead and go over the stats of the game. Nashville with a 3-1 to one win takes a 2-1 to one series lead. Shots on goal, 34 for Nashville, 23 for the Blues. And I can honestly say not many of the 23 for the Blues were great scoring opportunities. Both teams had power plays. Nashville was 0 for 3. The Blues were 0 for 1, although Nashville did score one of their goals just a few seconds after one of the power plays had ended. Faceoffs, the Predators just pounced on the Blues in the faceoff, 62 to 38%. And those are going to kill you. They're going to kill you big time. Steen gets a lonely goal for the Blues, his third of the playoffs. Petrangelo gets an assist on that Steen goal, and so does Sabotka. Jake Allen makes 31 of 34 saves in a valiant effort. 
because he kept this game closer than what it probably would be with a lot of other goalies. Ellis gets a goal as third. McLeod gets his goal as first. Yossi gets a goal as third. Sissons gets two assists. Subban has two assists. And Pekka Rene makes 22 out of 23 saves. Let's go ahead and go to the postgame uh, players' press conferences where we're going to hear from a couple of the players. We'll hear from uh, Alexander Stina Petrangelo on this just tough, tough loss where the Blues did not play very well. And also we're going to hear from Coach Mike. I'm sure he's not happy at all. They came out hard, obviously. It's their home barn, came out hard in the first. And then, um, you know, I think as the game progressed, we got to our game a little bit more. And, um, you know, I think we, we had some good scoring chances there in the games at 2-1 and then get hemmed in a little bit and, and ends up costing us that third goal, which is tough. It seems like three games in a row now. You've had decent starts to the game, but you're, you're winding up playing catch and hockey to get the first goal. Is that just it right now? It's, you're not able to play with the lead? Uh, I mean, it's small margins out there. They get the first one. Um, you know, it's two good teams. From there, I think, uh, you know, they get a little bit of momentum and push a little bit. And then, um, you know, like I said, we got into some penalty trouble in the early in the second. But uh, after that, I thought we played a lot better and, and uh, you know, got our fair share of chances. You, you guys were pretty disciplined in game two and, and won that. And at least in your penalty, it looks like they're – they should have called the penalty against the other guy, and then you, you retaliate. How important is it to keep your calm and not get those penalties? Uh, yeah, I mean, you want to stay out of the box as much as you can. I was going to see Jake tonight. Yeah, he was great. He made some big saves, especially when we were trying to push for 2-1 there, or, or when the score was 2-1. Uh, he made some big saves and, um, you know, gave us a chance. Like I said, I thought we had some, some really good looks at 2-1, and uh, had a good push and felt like we were, we were going to tie her up. You knew that they have a lot of depth on this team, but to see different guys, I guess, for them score on different nights, I mean, were you expecting to see as many players? No, we're more concerned about in here. Alex, are they getting more traffic around your net uh, than maybe what you saw in the Minnesota series? It seems like their defensemen are, t- it seems like they're taking advantage of that, getting shots through. Uh... I don't know. I think they're they're pretty similar. I mean, both teams have have uh, in this series have a good work ethic, and I mean, our goal comes from net front. It's it's kind of the way that uh, the playoffs are. You got to get traffic and take away the goaltenders' eyes. The goaltenders, especially this deep into the playoffs as well, are, are uh, obviously really good goaltenders. So you need to make sure you make it tough on them, get in their eyes, and create rebounds and and hunt the net. Make sure that you're. You're crashing those areas and picking up some loose bucks. Yeah, I got kind of carried over there into the start of the second, and we took some more penalties. I think, uh, again, it's the consecutive penalties that we're getting ourselves into trouble. So we got to you know, continue to make sure we keep a 5-5 five and five and take away those opportunities. Uh, some more sometimes it's, you know, you're, you're being aggressive, you're not doing it on purpose. So uh, whatever it is, it's, you know, I don't see them all half the time. You know, on the ice or on the bench, so we just got to find and limit them. Does that build off of each other? Is like, well, I think when you when you take them consecutively, it's uh, you're giving them their skilled players an opportunity to feel the puck and make plays, and you know they start to feel more confident. So I think, yeah, that, it certainly makes a difference. And you know, penalties are going to happen, but for the fan that's watching at home and says, "Gosh, they saw how disciplined hockey, you know, won them a mm-hmm. game. How can they go out and do this?" What do you say? Well, we just got to uh, be aggressive, but be smart. Um, 
thought we got to, you know, they reacted us more than we reacted to them, you know, last game. And that's uh, what we got to do from the start. Did Jake give you a chance, especially up until last He gives us a chance every night. Every single night, Jake gives us a chance. So um, I could say that every single day. I mean, both of our goalies all year have done that. They're getting a lot from their defensemen. How do you start to? Yeah, we got to get in shot lanes, and uh, it's going to be a top for, you know, for conversation. Like I asked you a couple days ago, are they just getting more bodies in front of the net? Or yeah, they're getting some clean looks. I think we got to be more aggressive in our end so they don't have the opportunity to move it as quickly as they're. Alex, when you review this game and go into game four, what do you guys need to change from this game to win? Keep it five on five. I mean, you watch the second half of the game there. I think uh, we had some really good shifts. We had some really good opportunities. and. That was all five on five. So much that, or it was more of their push. You know, I, I think that both teams came into the game just, you know, and uh, ready to go. I think we had a decent start, like you said, but <clears throat> once they started to get to their game, uh, we didn't seem to have an answer for it tonight. Um, you know, they 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 upped their game, they took their game to another level, and we didn't match it. Like I know discipline wasn't the main reason you lost the game tonight, but yeah. you saw what it did for you the last game. It helped yeah. you, win. you know, how can you not come into a game tonight with, with more of it? Yeah, well, it, again, I, I don't think, you know, obviously uh, put ourselves in trouble a couple times shorthanded, but that wasn't really the story of the game. I mean, I, we scored one goal tonight. And uh, and for fact of the matter is, for, for a large part of the game, we weren't even competitive. And, uh, and so we obviously have to be way better. We have to... Make a couple changes, um, you know, personnel-wise for uh, for the next game, and and look at the tape and see what we can do a little bit differently and a little bit better than uh, than tonight because it wasn't good enough. What, what, when you, when you say that you're not competitive, how disappointed is that for you? you know, it's oh, a big game. Yeah, I don't want to say the word. I don't want to. I, I mean, competitive like up to up to the level of play that they were playing at. Um, you know, again, I, I felt that we had some guys that were that were. You know, engaged at the level that we needed them to be, but uh, but they had more uh, than we did tonight. And how do you how do you change that for game four? Well, that's that's what we'll address tomorrow, and uh, and we'll start looking towards that. Obviously, I don't think anybody in our side of things is feeling too confident uh, or too uh, pleased with the way that the game went tonight. So we know that we have a much better level. I, you know, they've shown us that they're going to keep getting better every game, and that's that was our mindset last series, and that's what we have to get back to. I felt that we came into this game, um, you know, looking like we felt really good about what what happened in game two, and uh, just assumed that things were going to carry on carry on from there. And uh, obviously, that wasn't the case. Obviously, not competing is part of this, but nine and a half minutes without even directing a shot at yeah. me, just what, what was happening during that. But for me, that's 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 a matter of our execution. You got to give them credit. They 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 check well. They 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 pressured us they were aggressive they were pinching their d and uh, and so we we weren't executing at that time we, you know we, our puck support wasn't good our execution wasn't good and uh and obviously it's tough to get shots on that from from your own zone so uh, certainly again some areas and some things that we have to look at and do a much better job at score did you start to see a pulse there especially at yeah. the end of the second and the yeah, third yeah switch the lines up those guys went out obviously had a great shift got us the goal started to see a little bit of a push um, had a pretty decent push uh, to start the third period too, um, but uh, but too little, too late. Like when a team cycles the puck like that on your five on five, I mean a number of things you can point. Is yeah. there anything specific that you felt well, like went wrong? Not, you know, it's, it's, 
there's there's most of the things that we're seeing are very similar to what we saw in the last series. You know, uh, the last series we saw a team that possessed the puck and cycled the puck, uh, but uh, but we were much more aggressive uh, than what we saw tonight from us. We, you know, we're at our best when we're pressuring. Uh, right now, we're you know that was that, that the way we played in our D zone matched the way that we executed matched the, the you know the way that we competed all over the ice. We were waiting to see what they were going to do, and uh, and we were reacting to that. So we got to we got to initiate much better. They got more offense from their defensemen, and Petrangelo just said that's going to be a topic of yeah. discussion moving forward. What can you do to? Well, we can we can limit our shifts in our defensive zone to well below a minute and a half. That would help. Um, but uh, you know what? They, they, we, we've got offense from our defense too, and uh, I think they recognize that we defend well, and they know that they 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 need their defensemen being part of the attack. And obviously, they got a good group of defensemen over there, so that's going to be a challenge. We knew that was a challenge right from. Right from the start, walking into this series, we've seen that, and and, uh, and that's obviously an area we have to be better at. It is an area you need to be better at. The Blues' defense in this series has not been very good overall. Um, I'm very disappointed in the way that they've played power plays. They're not aggressive on uh, or penalty kills. Sorry, they're not aggressive on penalty kills. If you watch them. They let those guys just float out there and just shoot on Jake and do whatever they want to do. And that's why their defense has been successful. It's it's not hard to figure out, and it's not hard to make changes with that. This team needs to come out and challenge those shooters on the point. I know you want to stop things down low. I know you want to muck up the front of the net. I know you don't want them getting easy goals. But they're getting goals from outside. So when you're getting giving up goals from outside, you've got to make some changes to do it. And, you know, the Blues had a few minutes in the first period where they played well. They had a few minutes in the second period where they played okay. But damn, guys, you're outshot 18 to 4 in the second period. Don't tell me you played well in the second period because you really didn't play well in the second period. You had a couple decent Scoring opportunities, one of them came through with Steen deflecting that puck. Perron wasn't able to put it behind the net. But, hey, look at it this way. If he did, it's 2-2. Two to two. It's a different game. So, you know, you've got to take these opportunities you're given, even when you're only getting a couple shots on goal in a period, and make sure they count. The Blues in this, in this series, like I said, they played well in the first game for the most part. They played well in the second game. This game, I don't care what anybody tells me. If you watch that game, you cannot sit there and tell yourself, oh, we were in it and, you know, we, we, we played well. No, the Blues did not play well. Uh, they, they just didn't. They played a little better in the third period, but they didn't play well enough to win this game, and they didn't deserve to win this game. Nashville played harder. Nashville put pressure on the Blues' defense, uh, and the Blues aren't doing that to them. That is the key. If they can start putting some pressure on Subban and a few of these other guys just standing out, the, out at the point and launching these pucks, they're going to have success. If they don't do it, guys, this series is going to be over quick. If they don't make that adjustment in game four, they're going to be down three games to one. And I really don't want to see that happen. I know a lot of you are going to think that I'm overreacting, but uh, I'm not overreacting. I know that they're only down two games to one, but if they played their game, it wouldn't be that way. And to get to the Stanley Cup, you have to have more minutes where you're outplaying those other teams than them outplaying you. And you have to do that game in and game out. And when you don't do it in a game, 99.9% .9 of the time you're going to lose. And that's why the Blues lost. 
You're not going to see teams get to the Stanley Cup finals or the third round that you can look back and say, oh, um, you know, they only had five good minutes in that game or 10 good minutes in that game. Or they had four good shifts in that. No, you're not going to see that. Uh, you're just not. So uh, I, I know I sound like I'm down, but I'm not really down. I just want them to make the adjustments that they need to make. This team is a good team, and they're playing somewhat like they did with Hitchcock. And I don't know why when they revert back to that. You know, they've got a new coach that's kind of tweaked a few things. It's a similar system to Hitchcock's, but it's cut down on the goals, and it's got the Blues more goals. But I, I don't understand why you revert to what you were doing when you were losing, when all the players know what they need to do to win. And hopefully we'll see them do that in game four, and we'll see a great, great response from them tonight and to tie this series up at two games apiece. Because if they don't, folks, this series could be over in two more games. And I, I don't want to see that. I, I want the Blues to get to the next round. I, I think they've got the talent to do it. They just need to play as a team. And they just need to stop making mistakes. They need to get the puck out of their own end. They need to be able to make good quality shifts, make changes when you have to make a change, when it's your turn to come out on a shift, get out there, get the puck out of your end so you can get those tired guys out of the end of their shift because these guys can't be out there for two, three and a half, two to three minutes. It just wears you out as a defenseman or even as a, a right wing, left wing or center as, or as a forward. It, it, it's going to just wear you out. So let's hope the Blues can make those changes. Uh, game uh, four tonight, of course, will be in Nashville. And I hope everybody can uh, either uh, see the game or get down to Nashville and watch. It should be a fun game. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this game three of round two. Recap the Blues versus the Predators and uh, look forward to the game tonight, game four. I hope everybody enjoyed it. I have been your host, Lance Descott. This has been the Drop Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow for the game recap of game four. Until next time, have a safe afternoon, a safe evening, and let's go Blues! This has been the Drop Podcast. Don't forget to visit our website, www.droppodcast.com, where you can subscribe to our show and download current and past episodes from iTunes, Stitcher.com, and Google Play. You can follow The Drop on Twitter at OfficialTheDrop. For more information about lineupmedia.fm or The Drop Podcast, email us at info at lineupmediagroup.com, theofficialdrop at gmail.com, or lamsd at droppodcast.com. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.